and seen. For when your sphincter feels like it's burning, like the seventh circle of hell, passing even the smallest motion brings tears to your eyes. It feels like Hades himself is poking your rectum with a fiery pitchfork. A plump bunch of grapes is surrounding your unholiest of exits. You recall Percy Pig calling ointment. These aren't just any suppositories. These are M&S Percy Pig suppositories. And scene. Hello and welcome to another edition of In My Garden Shed. And you join me in the lovely Suffolk countryside where I am joined by Clive Plunger. Hello, Clive. Hello. Who's going to talk us through his own family shed and the collection um, therein. Yes, well, um, my, my, my father uh, spent a lot of time in this shed, which we're within at the moment. And as you can see on the right-hand side, you will see traditional film canisters. And on the left-hand side, you will see video tapes, which you might be familiar with if you know anything about uh, the history of recordable media. Um, and what my father would do is he would come down here of an evening, lock the door, and he would sit here and he would convert the films that are on the right-hand side of the shed into the video tapes that you see on the left-hand side of the shed and that was very much his passion so he was he was a film buff a film archivist and he would take old media and 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 make it accessible to to the modern day yes but not just to any old media he had a particular bent if you like he was uh, a specialist in the art of uh, pornography and what he was very much interested in is the first time that people were filmed fornicating on film and indeed the first time that people were filmed fornicating on film with sound which is a classification of films as your listeners may not know but they're known as naughty talkies the first time that people were fornicating and talking on film and that was very much his genre if you like i mean that's 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 very interesting perhaps not what uh listeners at home are expecting so instead of just quizzing you on the content perhaps is there anything that we can listen to that might might not offend or be you know too racy uh, for the radio that our listeners at home could enjoy. Well, I don't know the level of um, uh, prudence of people at home who are listening to this program. Uh, certainly, maybe we have different levels. I'll put a cassette in now, and maybe you might enjoy this, and you can listen and see uh, some of my father's hard work. Thank you very much. You there, dirty wench! You look quite buxom in that costume. I feel Randy, make no mistake. Feel my proud phallus. Hmm, it's proud for you. Yes. Yes, you like that, do you not? That's right. There. Fillate me. One likes such fellatio. One can only imagine this is not your first time fellating a gentleman. Mmm, your vagina is warm. Yes. 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 You're an unclean female canine. Yes, you like being called an unclean 
female canine. Don't vocalise your agreement, because that would be untoward. But nod in agreement. Yes, you're nodding in agreement. You are an unclean female canine. I'm arriving. I'm arriving. God in heaven, I'm arriving. Now leave. And scene. Only the finest organic Egyptian cotton with 1,000 thread count for ultimate comfort. Wounds sculptured on the fine lines of a Concord. Able to absorb up to 500 milliliters of even your heaviest flow. Scented with the essence of Percy Pig dessert sauce. These aren't just sanitary towels. These are M&S Percy Pig sanitary towels. Your secret's safe with us. Insane. Good morning and welcome to the Today Programme, where I'm joined once again by Peter Smith, MP. Good, Good morning, morning, Peter. Good morning. Uh, newly appointed with an expanded portfolio, Minister for both births and deaths, a formerly unprecedented move. Now, Peter, that of course signifies a complete failure on behalf of this government. I think that's uh, categorically, as I said before, with deaths incorrect. I'm here because there is a need for someone to oversee births in this country, and I'm here to make sure that the most appropriate distribution of births that are available are, are distributed to the uh, people uh, that require them the most. But, Minister, previous to us leaving the European Union, many of our listeners wouldn't be aware that births were imported on a free trade basis from the EU and we are now in a situation because this government categorically failed to include births in our free trade agreement that we now have a shortage of births and there are a number thousands of expected mothers in this country carrying uh, babies in their womb far beyond nine months the the average gestation period is now topping 16 to 18 months in this country i i think to be honest you must you must remember that the will of the british people were obeyed in the brexit agreement the majority of people did indeed vote to leave the european union and that did involve and those figures were clearly available that we would not be able to enjoy the level of births that we had seen previously forgive Sorry, Minister, forgive me. I don't think many people voting for Brexit were informed that that would mean that they would have to carry a baby for almost twice, up to twice the normal period of time, and that the average gestational period for a woman carrying a baby in the United Kingdom is now almost equal to that of an African elephant. I, I think there's no need to bring race into this. I mean, yes, 16 and a half months is unacceptable. That's something that we've set targets on, and I pledge to you now, as the Minister... I pledge you that 16 and a half months will not be the average gestation period within the next 16 weeks. We're certainly aiming to get that down to 16 months. We're certainly aiming to get that down to 15 and a half months. Whatever is the most applicable and, and achievable figure we will be aiming for, we will deliver to you. But the fact that this government has created birthing cruises, so-called birthing cruises, is, is to be honest, an, an, an agreement, an acknowledgement 
that the situation is completely out of control and that this government has categorically failed to deliver the number of births required to women in this country. It's not. I mean, what we've done is we've repurposed the returning boats that are taking people out to the middle of the Northern Irish Sea to die, um, and they, they can come back and they can pick up a group of expectant mothers and we can whiz them out to the middle of the Northern Irish Sea. We can take them into the territory that is governed by the EU. We can perform a caesarean insection and we can deliver their children um, very healthy, uh, very um, often walking um, and and they can enjoy those children for the rest of their lives and that's something that this government has pledged to do and that's some of the action that we are taking and we are foreseeing and we are facilitating and the fact this government has created early years learning for those still in utero for those still in the womb minister proves that the situation is not under control and this government sees no end in sight. Well, I don't think there's anything wrong with actually ensuring that children that are born eventually, um, uh, that may be attached to UK citizens, is, are given the best chance of learning that is possible. I mean, these children, when they're born outside of the UK waters, are in fact not UK citizens, yet we are affording them educational opportunities that other people in other nations, you mentioned Africa earlier, could only dream of. I mentioned African elephants, ministers, by means of comparison. The fact that, it, I, I mean, most people would agree, our listeners will agree, it is unnatural for a child to be born almost literate, reading and writing almost, because the right. fact that they're, they're, they're being born at almost two years old. I mean, you know, it's ridiculous to draw that comparison. They're, they're, they're being drawn, they're being, sorry, they're being born at a more advanced stage, and um, who's to say that that's not the way that things should go in the future? I mean... And what about the increased pressure of the fact that each and every single baby has to be born via cesarean section because at such a size they couldn't possibly be birthed naturally through a birth canal puts on the NHS. I'm sorry, but I resent the I resent the assertion there that you want women to give birth to these children naturally. I think that would be unhealthy. I think if you look at the size of these children when they are born, there is no way that you could squeeze those heads down a birth canal. Shame on you, is what I say. Shame on you. Minister, you've just confirmed that this government believes this is unnatural for women to give birth naturally by any normal metric but we run out of time thank you for coming and joining us this morning peter smith mp oh, thank you very much unseen free lubricated using only the finest organic ingredients Latex produced from the most exclusive rubber tree plantation in all of Cambodia. Hospital grade spermicide, triple filtered for your satisfaction. Thoughtfully constructed and sized for the average white middle class Englishman. Subtly flavored with Percy Pig dessert sauce. These aren't just condoms. These are M&S Percy Pig condoms. Make your partner squeal like a pig. And scene.